Welcome to Houston Sports Talk with your host, Robert Land. Thanks for checking into the best Houston sports podcast. And joining me is Inside the Gridiron podcast host, Jack Borowski, who wrote a real interesting piece for Sports Illustrated on Texans second round pick Jalen Petrie, the safety out of Baylor. Great to have you on the show, Jack. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This is actually the highest the Texans have ever drafted a safety, Jack. So we hope they got this one right. In your analysis of Petrie a few months ago, you made a comparison for him. Tell us which NFL safety you compared him to and why. Yeah, uh, Javon Holland, uh, who went to Oregon, was in this past draft. The Dolphins took him you know, a few picks before Petrie went in this year's draft. So around the same range both top 50 picks, you know, and Holland coming out, he was uh, an interesting prospect because he played as a freshman and then took a leap as a sophomore at Oregon, but, you know, opted out his junior season. So we didn't get to see film from that year, but based off his sophomore film, you know, the guy does everything that Petrie does well. You know, they play all over the field, wherever they ask. It's, it's almost like they're an extension of the coach out there. You know, everyone always talks about, you know, the middle linebackers, the, the, the quarterback of the defense. But I think the two of them are essentially the quarterbacks of their defenses and how they're always one step uh, ahead of the offense. You know, the versatility that they possess, they can play deep free safety, they can play quarters, you know, they can line up in the box, they can, you know, they can cover tight ends, they can cover slot receivers. I truly felt they can do anything defensively. It's why I was so high on, on, on the both of them. And Holland came in as a rookie and was, you know, arguably one of the best safeties we've seen in, in recent memory um, at, at such a young age and is going to be a star for years to come. You know, the reason why both of them didn't go in the first round, you know, it, Holland's got a little bit better size, but um, it, it really just came down to, you know, positional value. Um, but, you know, both of them are, are, are really talented. And, you know, it's why I think, you know, Petrie is going to be able to step in day one and start um, similar to how Holland did and, and excel in whatever a defense uh, asks of them. Yeah, I want to get back to that versatility you mentioned, but um, speaking to his second round and where he was picked, you said there wasn't another player in the nation who had his physicality and tenacity on the field. His motor was unmatched. I'm quoting you from your article. How do you think he compares to the first safety taken in the draft, Kyle Hamilton? Uh, with Hamilton, you know, the biggest difference, Hamilton is 6'4", looks like he was built in a lab. You know, if you just took everything that you want in a football player, it would look like Kyle Hamilton. Uh, the only reason he fell to 14 was because he, he ran slow in his 40. But, uh, you know, if we're comparing, you know, safeties here, Harrison Smith, who uh, went to Notre Dame, ran really slow in the 40 and, and ended up being, you know, now he's, he's one of the top safeties in the NFL, similar to what Hamilton will be. You know, if, if you compare the two, uh, I, I just think it's, just, you know, Hamilton, his football IQ is up there with some of the best of all time, in my opinion. I just He sees the game at a different level, his range. It is unheard of. He he can cover literally anyone. He's going to be a tight end eraser from day one. But I, I think it's interesting because both of them don't have a profound role. Like, hey, this guy is just a deep free safety or this guy is just you know a, a nickel, whatever um, position specifically that, that you think they'll play at the next level, which is why, you know, obviously Hamilton is the easy one to project. Like he's going to be the best safety in the class, but there's no reason that Petrie won't be. Um, yeah, I think both of them, Hamilton just has 
freaks, freakish size, freakish length. Ball production um, was off the charts, and you know, you know, was the the guy at, at Notre Dame, a younger player uh, than Petrie. But you know, my grades weren't incredibly different. Where you know, I, you know, thirty picks later, um, Petrie went. Uh, yeah, I think that they're both going to find a, a lot of success. And you know, I like the value better at that. You know, in the middle of the second round with Petrie than I do with, uh, you know, Hamilton at, at 14. But I think both are going to be great players in, in the NFL. It's interesting because we got a guy down the street here, Lance Sirline, really well-respected in Houston, is a longtime radio personality. Of course, writes for NFL.com. And his analysis of Petrie, he projected him in the third round, a couple of weaknesses on his scouting report. Just want to get your thoughts on them. Um, he said that, you know, it was Jalen doesn't have enough pure speed to be an NFL safety, he's got a little concern about him covering guys in space. What, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I wasn't as concerned as Lance was about the speed. Because when you play a step up the offense, it, it tends to just make up for things. You know, if if Petrie went out there and I was like, hey, he looks a little bit lost, that's when that speed becomes a much greater concern. When a guy has the football IQ that, as you know, we talk about – comparison you know wide receivers can run four fours but if they don't understand the playbook they end up running four eights out on the field um so you know petrie's speed i i, I think is helped out by how smart he is he's not the fastest guy in the world you know similar to to hamilton the two they're they're not four three guys like lewis scene or daxton hill but where they make up for that and where petrie does it, is just how smart he is and understanding of offenses and diagnosis things early the instincts are off the charts but um, yeah, the, the speed—he's not super fast, you know. That's he's just not. But we've seen a, a number of safeties succeed at the next level who who aren't very fast. So yeah, it's it's a weakness. Uh, obviously, it's something you'd love for every guy to run. Uh, what Lewis Seen did or what Daxton Hill did—they're just you know different um, body types and, and different players. But um, yeah, if there were you know at, at times you know in coverage it, it wasn't always perfect, but for the most part, uh, I, I didn't think of it to to be something of, of a concern for Petrie. You know what? It, it's amazing what a difference a coach can make. And I just want to get your thoughts on what Dave Aranda brought because Petrie starts off as a linebacker at Baylor and then they created this position. And I heard Petrie describe it in an interview called the star at Baylor, where he's part safety, nickel corner, linebacker, defensive end, all that rolled into one. What do you think Aranda meant for, you know, basically bolting him into uh, sort of start him, I guess, as a safety, you know, uh, coming from linebacker. Yeah, you know, Petrie, you know, I, I interviewed him a couple of years back um, and, and we talked about, you know, where he was at, you know, and, you know, he, he was a good linebacker, you know, and, and watching his film, even, you know, the, his 2020 tape, you know, it was a COVID season. So, you know, things were impacted. You know, he, he was good and, you know, Aranda was there and it, and it really helped. And then this year, you know, it, it just, you know, it, it takes off. Um, be, he looked like a new player. Um, you know, you, you're comfortable in, in that position that you are now playing. Uh, you know, his linebacker tape was nothing special. It took a little while for him to develop into the player he was. You know, even based off of last year's film, I wasn't sitting there saying this kid is a lock to go in the first three rounds. You know, I liked him a lot, but, you know, it's like, all right, I don't fully know exactly. And then, you know, now, you know, his final season at Baylor, he was really comfortable in Aranda's defense. Aranda let him roll, like basically said, Hey, you're our best player. 
go make plays. And he did that uh, on a consistent basis. You know, it was interesting to, you know, see because Aranda came from LSU and I didn't see that kind of success um, from their linebacking course that, that I necessarily saw from Petrie, obviously, you, you know, LSU, they, they've had a number of prospects, but the impact, um, you know, even Terrell Bernard, who um, went in the third round from Baylor, I didn't see that kind of impact that Aranda had, um, you know, with regard to, you know, how, how he handled Petrie. And I, I thought he did an incredible job. And it's probably one of the main reasons he went as high as he did. He got a master's degree in educational psychology while at Baylor, was on the Big 12 Commissioner's Honor Roll, not just football IQ with Petrie. And what's amazing, Jack, is he, he only got two major scholarship offers out of Stafford High School here in Houston, uh, actually played with my co- under my coach uh, th- that was at my old high school uh, before he was at uh, Petrie's high school. So uh, Ron Counter only got scholarships from SMU and Baylor, said that the University of Houston actually made a last-second run at him when the Art Bryles mess went down at Baylor right as he was about to start there. Jack, I, I tend to love those guys that have that chip on their shoulder because they had been overlooked by everybody. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think that's that plays into, you know, everything. You know, sometimes when you get guys who are five-star recruits coming out of high school, you know, they're bigger, faster, stronger um, at, at a younger age. They go to an Alabama and then they get boosted up because, of, you know, the players are playing around and then they go to the NFL and they don't have as much success. You know, it, it takes hard, hard work. You know, there's there's little things, you know, people don't always understand. And it goes back to the evaluation. It's, you know, you can watch a guy on film and you see, hey, he's great. Um, but it, 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 it narrows down to, you know, all right, what is he going to do off the field? How is he going to improve? And we saw Petrie improve drastically over the course of his career. Uh, you know, he, he's a hard worker. He's smart. All the things that teams are going to love. I mean, they, they, they had a home run pick in him. And, you know, that goes back to where, where you came from. And, you know, you have that chip on your shoulder that, you know, you were doubted. And he was even doubted in college. You know, it wasn't like he came into the season thought of to be the second round prospect, you know, which a lot of these other safeties were. And, you know, I think you get a chip on your shoulder, even, you know, the safeties who went in the first round, um, you know, three of them this year, I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder there thinking, Hey, I'm better than the three, three of these guys. So I I think that all plays into everything, you know, it, it, you know, boils down to heart and he definitely has it and he's going to be, you know, a culture changer for the Texans, which is something they need. Yeah. Very interesting guy says he's inspired by four people. You're thinking maybe football players, but Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Jay-Z and the fourth guy, very interesting, former Texan Tyron Matthew. And I think Matthew's real interesting because when I hear him described as a safety uh, Petrie, he sounds similar to Matthew's style. Definitely the leadership, intelligence, versatility, and personality. And Jack, I was uh, listening to Seth Payne yesterday, who's former Texan, covers the Texans now. And he said when he watches him, he sees a lot of Tyron Matthew in him. It's very interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think you, you get a mix of Tyron Matthews and Javon Hollins uh, and, you know, the, a lot of similar skill sets. It, it, it makes for, you know, those are good comparisons to have, you know, anyone who's compared to Tyron Matthew, but at certain points has been the best safety in the NFL, uh, you know, and he, he's had a tremendous amount of success wherever he's gone because of his versatility and how much he brings to the table. So, yeah, I, I think um, Texans really, you know, hit, hit a home run with the Petrie pick. Um, and brought in a guy who, you know, 
it, it it's not crazy to think he could have a Tyron Matthew kind of kind of impact for for the Texans. They're going to give him opportunities to play. They're they're going to let him do a lot there. So um, there, there's no reason he can't be one of the best safeties in the NFL. Yeah, you and I were going to talk a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, well, a lot not a lot of people are going to know about Petrie, but all of a sudden. You know, I'm reading John McClain, the former Texans beat writer for the Houston Chronicle, saying that he's been told Petrie's are already earning respect on and off the field from his coaches and teammates. McClain said, if he's not starting in the first game against the Colts, quote, I'll be stunned. And John McClain, you know, he's been around the game for quite a few years. And uh, Jack, I, I saw an interview with him the day before the draft where he was asked to sell himself. And he said, quote, he eats, breathes, and sleeps football. And when I saw that, I said, he might as well have put a sign on his chest that said, come get me, Nick Casario. Because, I mean, that's that's Nick Casario in five words right there. Nah, yeah, I think he's a perfect fit. You know, Patriots type. You want to talk about, like, you know, Brian Flores, um, you know, with, with the Dolphins took Javon Holland. That's a Patriots type of guy. You know, I'm, you know, I was surprised, like, I wouldn't have been shocked if the Pats took him, you know, they had a, 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 you know, they had a number of safeties already on the roster, which is probably why they didn't. But uh, yeah, that's that Patriots mentality. And he's going to come in and, you know, granted, it's not like there's a tremendous amount of competition um, for him to see reps, but I I think he's going to come in day one. And if we're looking at like, you know, the all rookie teams, um, you know, come January, February, I'm think he could easily be on that you know I would be stunned if he's not a a starter day one and and one of the leaders of that defense early on in his career what did you think of Casario and the Texans draft overall did you have any thoughts after you know watching them go at it this year because we we really didn't get to see a ton of what they were going to do last year with so few picks but you know a lot more idea of where they are on strategy I think after watching a couple of drafts yeah, no, it was tough to really grade last year's draft. They weren't given a lot, and they had a lot of needs. They ended up taking Davis Mills, who, you know, if you want to talk about a third-round quarterback who, you know, showed something, you don't usually see that very often. You know, we'll see if he's a long-term starter, you know, but, you know, they they really, you know, upgraded their team, and I thought they had a pretty unique approach, you know, with that third pick in the draft, taking Stingley. You know, he's got a chance to easily be the best player in this class and the best cornerback in the NFL. Uh, it's the reason why he went third overall after two mediocre seasons is, you know, the natural tools are just special. He could be a lockdown cornerback one, you know, Kenyon green. I wasn't the biggest fan of that pick, especially trading back and taking him. Cause I thought, you know, after Hamilton, there was a little bit of a drop off in terms of prospects. I would have loved for them to have just, you know, maybe stood there and taken uh, a Jordan Davis, but Kenyon Green's got a chance to be a really long-term starter for them. He's super young. He's got power. He's athletic, and, and he's you know played multiple years in the SEC as a starter and done very well. So that was a good pick. Then they go back, you know, get the Alabama receiver and John Mechie, who I think is a really solid player and you know is going to be good with Nico Collins long-term. I, I, I think that that he's very good and then you know outside of petrie you then grab christian harris in the third and um you know damon pierce in the fourth i, I thought those were two uh good, good value picks and you know my day uh, day three guy whoever you like thomas booker um I, I thought that was a good pick too so i you know it was like you had high draft picks i thought they did well with them and you know i, I think this texans team is moving in the right direction under him we hope so. It, it sure would be fun to have a team to root for again. Before we let you go, please tell us 
where all the Texans fans can find your work because you got a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Jack underscore Borowski. You know, all my work uh, on SI covering the draft, just type my name into the uh, the box and you'll be able to find everything. And, you know, I, I cover, you know, mostly NFL draft stuff, but, you know, it's cool to look back, like, for example, with Jalen Petrie and see some of the work I did, you know, going into the season for for these rookies. Love the hustle, man. And thanks so much for giving us a few minutes and sharing your take on Jalen Petrie. It would be nice to have a safety that people are excited about here. It, we, we haven't had that much in, in, the, in the entire run of the Texans. So it is good to hear some good stuff from him. Thanks so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're listening to Houston Sports Talk. Don't forget to follow Houston Sports Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, or the Stitcher app. You can support us by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or by telling your friends about us. Spread the word, everybody. Thanks for listening.